How you doing, Rock Family? Happy Sunday, happy Sunday. It is December. This year is almost done. Yes, yes. But we have to get ready for next year because I don't know if it's going to be any better. But we got to be better. So I uh, want to welcome everybody. I'm Miles McPherson, pastor of the Rock Church. Welcome to church today. And we pray that God is going to bless you today and this whole series, Why Christmas? We'll get to that in a minute. I'm going to ask all y'all to get on your knees. Get on your knees and let's pray. If you are new, uh, I'm gonna, we get on our knees and pray. So roll out of bed, get off the couch, wherever you're at. And let's pray that God will prepare our hearts. Shake us up. Get us ready for what's going to happen. We need him. We need him. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for getting us to December 6, 2020. What an amazing, crazy year. But you are still on the throne. The gospel story is still the same. It still works. It still transforms people's lives. So we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's get our Bibles out. Get your Bibles out. Man, this right here couldn't be more important to us. So please get the word out. I know we haven't been together in a long time. And it's very easy to get lazy. Just wash the screen. Don't, put, don't get dressed. Washing your pajamas or whatever. But we got to, got to stay in this word. So let's, on the count of three, say word. One, two, three, word. Let's turn to Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Um, obviously, 2020 has been an unexpectedly unthinkable chaotic year. COVID, which who knows where that's going to take us and who knows really what's going on with that. You got COVID, you got a vaccine that's coming that people are leery about. You got the racial problems that we're dealing with. You got the election and all the uncertainty about that. And it seems like everything in our life is tossed upside down. You know, you're on quarantine, you can't leave your house, shutting down restaurants, shutting down businesses, people losing their livelihood, people getting divorced over COVID. I mean, it is absolutely insane. And what culture is going to bring us next year is completely unknown. People think, let's get out of this year and get into next year. There's no, there's no promise next year is going to be any better. It's not like going to flip a switch January and everything goes back to normal. That's not going to happen. And so here we are in December getting ready for Christmas and people ask, why Christmas? Why should we celebrate Christmas? Now, I have heard that there have been more Christmas trees sold in November than all of December last year. More Christmas lights. People are like, can't wait for some good news. But the real question is, how can... We leverage Christmas to turn this year into something positive. And I'm going to tell you, worship. We are going to learn from the Christmas story this month, four sermons, about how to worship God better. From four different characters in the Bible, Mary, the wise men, the shepherds, the wise men, and then you. How do we worship God based on these stories? Today we're going to talk about how walking in the favor of God can stir up 
and stir up worship in other people as they watch the favor of God on your life. And we're going to do that by studying Mary. We all know the story. Mary was a teenage girl. She wasn't married yet. And all of a sudden she was pregnant. Imagine that. Listen, I know we hear the story all the time. But imagine teenage girl, pregnant, never been with a man. And that's her story. And she's sticking to it. And that's the Bible story. But imagine a girl today saying, I'm pregnant, but I've never been with a man. No one's going to believe her. That's her story. But there was something, something about her that secured the favor of God and how she dealt with this situation brought glory to our Father. And my encouragement to you as we go through this story that you would learn these three very simple principles from Mary about how she was humble, how she was available, and how she was grateful. If you want to walk in the favor of God and secure the favor of God and be a source of worship to God, that people would see in your life something that would give glory to God, be humble, be available, and be grateful when things don't go your way. That is 2020. That this whole year has been nothing what we wanted. However, we can still be humble. We can still be available to God. And we can still be grateful. Let's read the story. It's a lot of, a lot of big, long story. We all, we all have heard it before, but let's, let's read it. Luke chapter 1, verse 24, it says, verse 26. It says, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed or engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. So she, hasn't, she has not been with Joseph yet, intimately. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. I want to be highly favored. Matter of fact, if you want to be highly favored by God, when I mean by favored by God, that God just says, I want to bless you and I'm blessing you. Raise your hand. I'm telling you. I want to be favored by God. And you know, what you, could, you know what you should do is declare, God, I want to be favored by you. What do I have to do to, to seek and enjoy your favor? And especially in a way that it would bring glory to you. Highly favored one. Imagine she's a teenager. She's getting engaged to this guy. She's engaged to this guy. And all of a sudden the angel says, you are highly favored by God. An angel was sent to tell her that. Come on now. I want some of that. And it says, in verse 29, but when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, considered, what matter of greeting is this? Who am I? And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Again, God, I, I want to find favor with you. Say with me out loud, I want to find favor with God. Say it with me, I want to find favor with God. I want God to favor me. I want God to favor you. Verse 31, behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus and he will be great don't forget that saying he will be great don't forget that and will be called son of the highest and the lord will give him a throne of his father david and he will reign over the house of jacob forever and his kingdom there will be no end now i'm only halfway through this, through the passage but here's what he said you are going to conceive by the Holy Spirit and you're going to have a son and he will be great. This is so awesome. I am going to put something great in you. 
that you have to take care of, that you have to nurture, that you have to bring to life, that you have to birth. I want to put something great in you. Now, two things. When, when a woman gets pregnant, some people look at it as flesh. It's a human being. It's not only a human being. It's a human being that God has given purpose to. There is a pregnancy is a divine partnership between the man, but the woman and God. And that one-celled baby, which is called a zygote, and, 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 and one cell goes to two, goes to four, goes to eight, 16, 32, 64, 112, it, 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 it multiplies. 128, I should say. It multiplies. It doubles, 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 doubles to have billions and billions of cells. But God said, when before you were even in that womb, I gave you purpose. I gave you purpose. Look what it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Psalm 139. Check this out. <laughs> you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. Psalm 139, 14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous all your works. That my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written, the days fashioned for me when there was not yet none of them. Here's what God says. Before, not only did I form you in the womb, not only did I give you purpose when you were in the womb, even before all that, before, any, before your day started, I already had your purpose. This is why that, that baby is a whole lot more than tissue. It is actually a divine partnership between the woman and God that we got to protect that, that life. But here's the thing. God puts something in you more than a baby. Not more than a baby. He's put something in you, if you're, especially if you're a guy. He's implanted you with purpose. God has given a divine purpose for every single one of you men and women. Something to be great. And what I mean by great, bigger and better than anything you could do on your own. He's given you a purpose to expand the kingdom of God, something way bigger than you can ever ask or imagine. And so as I'm looking in this passage and I talk about being favored by God, God has favored you by giving you a purpose, by impregnating your life with something way bigger than you that you need to nurture and protect and give birth to and lean into and develop for the rest of your life. And so we talk about 2020 and all that COVID's bring. Listen, that's nothing compared to the greatness that God has on your life. So just let's, let's keep going for the story. Luke chapter 134, it says, Mary said to the angel, how can this be? How can this be? I've never known a man. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Elizabeth couldn't have a baby and she had John the Baptist. For with God nothing is impossible. I want to just take a minute here because one of the things I love to pray for are women who can't have babies. It said that Elizabeth couldn't have a baby, and yet now she's going to have a baby. God is a God of life. He, he, he brings things to life. So I just want to take a minute and pray. And if you are a woman who um, hasn't been able to have a baby, 
I want to pray that God would supernaturally bring a baby to you. Not like Mary necessarily, but that uh, he would give you the ability to have a baby. So let me just take a minute and do that. Lord, I just pray for all the women right now who are watching, who have been struggling to have a baby. The same spirit of God that opened Elizabeth's womb, same spirit of God that gave Mary her baby. I pray that you would, however you decide to do it, that women who couldn't get pregnant all of a sudden would find themselves through whatever they're doing, they would get pregnant. And that you would give them that gift in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for the record, I can't ever prove that that prayer has uh, given people the ability to have a baby. However, I've had many women come and say, I prayed and all of a sudden I got pregnant shortly after that, who would say it was attributed. So if you have any, if you get pregnant and you think it was attached to that, we want to know. Just encourage us. Just call the church say, I got pregnant. I got pregnant. And, and, and if you're a guy who got pregnant, now we're, really got, now we're really talking about a miracle, okay? But I'm serious. Please call us. We've seen it happen before. So look what it says. Verse 38, Mary said, behold, and this is what we're going to end here, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Let it be to me according to your word, whatever you say. Number one, true worship submits to God with humility. I want to be favored. You want to be favored. You want to walk in the power of God. You want God to bless you where, people, where your life is a source of worship. Not that people are worshiping you, but the blessing of God causes, in your life, causes people to worship God. So when we look at this Christmas story, we're looking at Mary, we're saying, I want to worship that God that does that for her. And there was something about her in her relationship with God. One, she was humble before God. Luke chapter 1, verse 34, Mary said, how can this be? I don't understand. You know, humility says, God, I will do whatever you want, even though I don't understand. Are you that person where God calls you to do something and you say, but what about this? 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 And here's what God's doing. Can I just bless you? But what about this? He's like, <laughs> I, I've actually spoken to people and say, here's how God wants to bless you. Or here, and I'm trying to help people. And they're like throwing up walls in between them and the blessing. You know what Mary said? I don't understand. But I'll do it anyway. Humility is, is having a very accurate view. Humility is not beating yourself down. It's not saying I'm no good. It's really just having a very accurate view, which means that you and I are limited in what we can do for God. We need God's blessing in our life. And God is going to come and wants to come and bless you. God wants to use you way above your ability. And humility says, God, I, when I'm weak, you'll be strong. So let's go. So my question is, are you willing to be used by God through your humility in such a way that people go, that is awesome and that could only be God. I'm going to tell you, I was, I was listening to someone once and they said, if you are a praying person, it's a very profound statement. If you are a praying person, 
for real. Like you pray. You not, you know, I lay me down to sleep. I, take, I pray my Lord to soul, my soul to keep. And if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. And you, and you pray that at dinner. Okay, you really don't know. You're not a praying person. You, but you pray. If you seek God and you connect with God, your life will be unexplainable. And when I first heard that, I was like, is my life unexplainable? This was decades ago, literally. It was like 30 years ago I heard this. And I started thinking, is my life unexplainable? And if you look at your life and it's kind of real predictable and it's just like everybody else's life, it's probably because your prayer life is weak. But here's the good news. It can become strong just like that. Because if you're walking with God and God's favor is on your life, stuff going to happen. Stuff going to happen. And people will be like, oh, what, what? You will be like, what, what? But you have to be humble. You have to be willing to say, God, Lord, I don't understand, but I'm going to go anyway. And I bet you, there's, and it's just a, just a guess, but I've been around the block a few times. I bet you that there's something in every single one of your lives that God is trying to get you to do. And you're asking too many questions. And then if you just obey God, that you would see a blessing and a miracle, something unexplainable in your life. But the reason you don't see that unexplainable thing in your life, because you didn't have the faith enough and the humble, humility enough to trust him. Because you got to know everything. Because you're, smart, you're, you're not as smart as you think. You think that if you know, it's going to explain it. No, no. God doesn't want you to. He just wants you to go, what? 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 Now, if Peter walked out of the boat, he stepped out of the boat. He walked on water. He didn't understand how he was walking on water. The problem came is when he started to think about it. And we started to rationalize. And he talked himself out of the miracle. I'm not supposed to be walking on water. Okay, well then focus on what you can do instead of what God can do. Mary said, I don't know. I don't get it, but I'm still willing to do. Number two, true worship is being available. You may see people that you think, well, why are they getting blessed? They don't, they're not that smart. They, they're not that spiritual. They don't even know ver the verses I know. Why are they being blessed? You know why? Because they just showed up. They showed up. They said, okay, God, here I am. I'm ready to go. Let's go. You didn't show up. You didn't show up. In other words, God asked you to go pray for somebody and you didn't go. God asked you to read the word every day and get up in the morning and spend time with him and you didn't get up. God asked you to be generous and you didn't get. So you missed out. <laughs> Here's what God said to Mary. Hey, can I borrow your womb? Can I borrow your womb? Is it available? Can I borrow your reputation? Because she's going to get talked about. Can I borrow your life? <laughs> the life you thought you were going to have, I got a whole different life for you. You're going to watch your son get beat and tortured and murdered at one point. Can I, can I borrow? And she said, okay. So is your body available to God? Is your mouth available to God? Is your, is your house, your car, your finances available to God? Because if it's not available to God, then there's only but so much God. If you say, God, you can use it, but you can't use this, you can't use that, you can't use that, God says, I'll go find somebody else. Or, and, and, he'll use what you give him, but, if, but the more you give to him, the more you get blessed. Bam. Bam. You want God to bless your, bless your, your shoes? Just give him your feet. 
But you want God to bless your whole wardrobe? Give me your whole body. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really not complicated. God's not a sucker. It's like, okay, God, I'm just going to give you this, but I want you to bless me here. No, be available. So imagine if you just said to God, God, my whole life is available to you. You can use anything in my life you want. You want to use my house for a Bible study, small group? You want to use my car? You want to use my finances to build this, you know, to, to convert the strip club, to build the, the uh, uh, dream center? What do you, you want to use my, my technological uh, relationships so we can build a, a video on demand for the church? Or whatever, I'm available. And if you tell God you're available, God, I'm available, God, I'm available, God, I'm available, watch out. You will see him do something in your life. So number one, be, be humble, be available. And look what it says. It says in verse 38, uh, Luke 1:38, Mary said, behold, your maidservant of the Lord. He said, behold, your maidservant. Let it be according to your word. Whatever you say. That's what she said. Whatever you say. If you told God, God, whatever you say. Um, use me. Number three, true worship is being grateful in all circumstances. Um, teenage girl, not married, pregnant, not married, not been with a man. So she, she got an explanation no one's going to believe ever until Jesus rises from the dead. Um, and she says, I'm available. I'll do whatever. And she says, whatever you say. And then... She sings a song. Watch this. Verse 49. He who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He's put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly, which she was. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. Not that being rich money-wise is bad, being rich in pride is bad. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. And he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. She sang a song of praise about God's faithfulness. I want to pray, and then we're going to see a video, our all-in video of what we are raising money for. High level. Our goal is $3 million. We've collected $837,000, uh, $73,000. Um, God is still moving in our midst. God is still telling us, go. Don't worry about the news. Don't worry about the virus. Don't worry about all the division. Go. And so as you watch this video, I want you to be thinking about, God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to participate? I'm available. I'm available. Give me a loyal heart that I would make provision for your house according to your word. According to your word. Check out this video. 2020 has been a trip. What a year. But God... God has been faithful in our lives, and he's been faithful to the Rock Church. Because of the generosity of this church, we are ready to continue loving and serving the people in our community in difficult times. 
When COVID stopped the world from operating normally, you stepped in. Rock Church mobilized 5,785 volunteers who served nearly 340,000 people directly impacted by COVID-19. Many of you helped repair and assemble more than 312,000 N95 masks that were delivered to frontline workers. And we were honored to have been part of that. The day that we saw the pallets of boxes sitting outside that were completed, it was a great feeling. Working with several community partners, we came alongside struggling restaurants and businesses to help feed and care for frontline healthcare workers and public servants. We also made a commitment to digital evangelism many years ago. So when the pandemic hit and millions of people began looking for hope, we were there to meet the need with the gospel of Jesus Christ online. Through We Pray San Diego, we mobilized communities to pray for San Diego and beyond. I mean, when God's people come together in unity on one thing, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, He will show up and shake some things up. Every November, we challenge our church to be all in. We create an opportunity to worship God and praise Him for His goodness through our giving over and above our regular tithes. These gifts fund dreams and visions God has given us to take the hope of Christ outside the walls of the church. Toys for Joy is our largest annual outreach. Since it began 23 years ago, Toys for Joy has impacted hundreds of thousands of families. This year, the event has been redesigned as a drive-through distribution. Your special gifts will provide a 30-pound box of groceries for every family, a toy and a surprise goodie bag for every child under the age of 11. And each family will receive a Bible and a gospel presentation and other resources. You don't know what someone needs until you see them. You have people crying because they're so relieved that everything is going to be okay. You have children saying, it's going to be fun, I can't wait. Just everyone is having a great time. Neighbors helping neighbors, community helping community, and that's what it's all about. But God, but God has so much more for us to do. I'm excited about the extraordinary vision He has given The Rock for 2021, to build His kingdom, to expand His kingdom throughout San Diego and beyond for many generations to come. Human trafficking is the second largest underground economy in San Diego, with an estimated 8 to 11,000 victims in the county. Through your generosity, Rock Church will transform a strip club into a freedom center, a resource center for rescue victims of sex trafficking that will provide housing and daily access to the assistance they need. We'll be able to serve 100 to 150 women each year and increase San Diego's bed count by 20%. We want to establish a Rock Dream Center to expand our distribution of food, clothing, and essential items for struggling individuals and families. One in every seven adults and one in every five children are food insecure, and your giving will help provide the necessary items to those in need. Through your generosity, Rock Church plans to create a digital platform with 24-hour on-demand content that will equip, educate, and inspire Rock family and others. This will include gospel presentations, Rock Your City TV programming, training and educational courses, conferences, and Sunday service. God continues to prompt us to launch new locations locally and nationally to develop pastors and leaders to lead those communities. As you know, we've been in search for a permanent location of our church family in South Bay, somewhere to hold Sunday services and provide ministry and service to the community seven days a week. We're excited to share that right now we're pursuing a building in Chula Vista and we look forward to gathering there in 2021 by the grace of God through your generous giving. 
I want to thank all of you who have already been all in for many years and part of this church family. I want to encourage all of you to seek God and take the next step of faith in your giving and your generosity. The need in our communities is more than ever before, and God wants to use us to make an impact. When you walk in faith, pay attention to how He blesses you more than you can ever ask or imagine. Text ALL IN to 52525 to receive more information or to make your offering. I can't wait to see how God is going to use each every single one of you to impact the world and our city. God bless you. Uh, you got to admit that that was an awesome video and that the vision is expanding and we got the building. Uh, I told you early in the service, we got the building uh, down in Chula Vista. Uh, we got the, the Freedom Center. We already got that building. Toys for Joy is happening this Saturday. Our video, video on demand, uh, over the top uh, OTT platform, digital platform is developing. So God is moving and we pray that God would move on your heart that we can get up to that $3 million goal before the end of the year. And I just want to pray for you that you would just sense clearly what God wants you to do. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for everybody who's watching. I pray you bless them, encourage them, move in their heart. Um, we pray that you bless the givers tenfold, supernaturally move in their heart. Thank you for the opportunity to be a blessing to San Diego and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to give, just text ALL IN to 52525. That's ALL IN to 52525. God bless you.